This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Thursday, August 13th. I'm Nyla Voodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. Last night, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris made their first public appearance. Plus, news you can use about voting. First, though, today's one big thing, the deep financial trouble facing many American families. We've got a tough reality check for you right now. And I'll warn you, I know this is difficult to hear, but it's the truth about where we are economically as a country. In the immediate future, we're going to start to see a lot more pain happen. But you might be surprised to hear that because there are a lot of headlines that seem good. People are paying off their credit cards, personal income grew, and total household debt fell for the first time in six years. Jennifer Kingston is the managing editor of business for Axios. She says the economic headlines that make it seem like everything is good are because of congressional help, whether it was stimulus checks that went to almost every household or the $600 a week in extra unemployment benefits. That had the effect of bolstering household incomes and allowing people to pay down their debt, which meant that the full effects of the recession that started in February aren't being fully felt. But all that money has since expired. And if you think President Trump's executive orders will help, they might be unconstitutional. And absent additional intervention, it's going to get worse. It starts with the moratorium on evictions that expired last month. I think we're going to see massive waves of homelessness, both from people who are being kicked out of their homes and from a whole new wave of people who can't afford to stay in their homes because they no longer have government stimulus checks. Already in places like New Orleans, they're starting to see what they're calling eviction cairns of people whose belongings have been tossed out onto the street and piled up in a big stack. On top of evictions, more Americans are going hungry. Food pantries have seen a nearly 60 percent uptick in demand. We've seen on TV these long lines of cars snaking around just to have a chance to get some groceries at a food pantry. The dire economic situation has hurt families with kids the most. Several sources told me that families with children are the ones who are suffering the most throughout the pandemic, economically as well as emotionally. We all know people who are parents of small children who are trying to juggle uh, their jobs and their childcare responsibilities. Parents are disproportionately losing their jobs, so they're less able to take care of their children. For many, these struggles can be hard to see because Jennifer thinks there's really two Americas right now when it comes to our economy. The one that is riding this out relatively fine, you know, they still got their jobs, still have their homes. And then there's the other America. And as more people fall into that latter camp, that's when we really have to start to worry. Jennifer Kingston is the managing editor of business for Axios. We'll be back in 15 seconds with the new Harris-Biden three-pronged approach to defeating Donald Trump. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back to Axios Today. I asked Kamala to be the last voice in the room, to always tell me the truth, which she will. Challenge my assumptions if she disagrees. Ask the hard questions, because that's the way we make the best decisions for the American people. Last night, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris appeared together for the first time as the Democratic presidential ticket. And Hans Nichols was there. Hey, Hans, so can we go to the moment where Kamala Harris talked about Bo Biden being the first Biden that she knew? And let me just tell you about Bo Biden. I learned quickly that Bo was the kind of guy who inspired people to be a better version of themselves. He really was the best of us. And when I would ask him, where'd you get that? Where did this come from? He'd always talk about his dad. I was thinking in that moment, thinking back to our conversation yesterday about the chemistry, if you can't do physical chemistry, like touch each other, this is a way to show an intimacy or a connection. Yeah, they became friends before either of them really knew what their future would be. They're just attorneys general, but they were just legitimate friends, you know, doing things friends do. They were working towards something they believed in as attorneys general. And Bo Biden vouched for Kamala in a way that really only Joe Biden can fully appreciate. And so obviously a rough and tumble campaign, right? Obviously a difficult and challenging moment. And Kamala Harris acknowledged that. There did seem to be a deeper bond there and a real appreciation for each other. And that transcends politics. So let's get to the substance of what was said. Kamala Harris presented a pretty spirited attack of President Trump. And I imagine this is a preview of what we're going to see for the next few months. Yeah, you see why as a prosecutor, she gave good opening arguments and good closing arguments. When you talk to campaign officials, they say that's what they want in Harris, the prosecutor. And she'll really have three roles, energize the base, outline the agenda that the Biden-Harris administration will bring, and then prosecute the case against Donald Trump. And you heard some strong language there, sound bites that were meant to leave a mark. And let me tell you, as somebody who has presented my fair share of arguments in court, the case against Donald Trump and Mike Pence is open and shut. And Hans, the other thing is, of course, the weirdness of all of this in a pandemic. Is this going to be the last time we might see them together? Potentially. Biden officials say that this will be done by the science. And Biden was asked if they'll campaign together. And his answer is basically, if the science allows, yeah, you'll see us out there. So there's a hedge on that. And that implies that we may go the rest of the campaign without the two of them doing events together and having it all be virtual, which is just remarkable on so many levels. Here's what we're watching for next. Now Joe Biden and Kamala Harris face the challenge of building chemistry with voters at next week's completely virtual Democratic convention. Hans Nichols covers the Biden campaign for Axios. Today's Axios Insider is a special one about voting. 
We've been talking about how this election is different than any other. And, well, ballots can be cast as soon as next month. So we wanted to make sure you have all the information you need about voting. Steph Kite has been tracking how voting laws across the country are changing. A lot of voters will be voting in ways that they maybe haven't done before. So it's really important for them to be aware of the rules that come with voting by mail or voting absentee and aware that there are certain deadlines that vary from state to state. Deadlines are already coming for people to start having the option to vote. So North Carolina will be the first state to start sending out its absentee ballots on September 4th. And states like Minnesota and South Dakota are some of the earliest states to allow voters to cast their ballots early and in person. How do you suggest people track what's happening at their own state level? Or is it even like the county level? Going to your state website for elections will be your best bet. Things still could be changing. The Brennan Center, for example, is tracking litigation in 32 states that's ongoing. And this is over election issues like mail voting, early voting, voter purges, polling places, and other things like that. So a lot of the details are still being hashed out in court. Steph Kaig covers politics for Axios. Steph, have the best day. Thanks so much for having me. And to learn more about what the rules are in your state, you can check out the map at axios.com. And I'll tweet out the link as well from my account. Before we leave today, here's something that's been bringing me joy all week. In the Year Tonight is back on the iTunes charts 40 years after it was first released. That's thanks to YouTubers Tim and Fred Williams, whose video reacting to the iconic Phil Collins drum solo has gotten almost 5 million views. Here they are listening to Dolly Parton's Jolene for the first time. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I love the storytelling behind it, too, with the passion. Like, hey, Dolly, you got it. You got it. They've got an entire YouTube series you can watch reacting to these old songs. Please don't take him just because you can. That does it for us today. You can reach our team at podcasts at axios.com or reach out to me on Twitter at Nyla Boodoo. If you want more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast recap. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm.